Hello and welcome to another episode of Sneak Up. It's Pedestrian's podcast dedicated to all things art, music, dance and all-round culture, sponsored by Platypus Shoes. My name is Jack and I'm your host and your avatar for the amazing conversations we're having right here on the show. On today's episode, we're talking skateboarding. With skating having its first go at the Olympic Games in Tokyo 2020, it's an exciting time for the sport to say the least. So too is the career of Poppy Star Olsen, a 19-year-old skater who's set to represent Australia in the competition. At such a wild time for herself and the sport that she loves, we thought it was the perfect time to have a chat. And she joins me right now. Poppy, thank you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> no worries. So I guess probably the easiest and most simple question to ask first would mm-hmm. be about when you got into skating. I mean, was there anyone else in your family that was clearing six stairs like you are? Or was it sort of <laughs> something you found on your own accord? Uh, I wasn't quite clearing six stairs when I was younger. I still <laughs> not even now, really. I kind of just got straight into ramps and transition and stuff that's where I kind of that was my Mm go-to and still is really and um but I'm trying to diversify myself and I just I love everything about skateboarding I just um better (laughs) bigger stuff I find but I love street so much um I started skateboarding when I was eight um and uh I was just walking home I was living in Bondi at the time, and my neighbor's partner, Felix, uh, we met up with him, and we had to go in the same direction. I remember, and he had a skateboard with him, this big kind of like fish-shaped board, and we were walking home, and he gave me a go, and I just ended up skating it the whole way home, and I think he just saw how much I enjoyed it, so he was like, at the end of the trip, he's like, oh, no, you can have it, and I was like, what? And so that was my first skateboarding. Yeah, that's how it started. Cool. And so from there, did you... Was skating always sort of your main thing? Like from the age you were eight, was it skating all the way? Or did you have any other sports that you were into that you were dabbling in or...? Uh, before skating and just in primary school, I was always into every sport, sort of. Just like into trying everything um, at school. And I was heavily into rugby union, actually. I loved it um, so much. And then I kind of, when skateboarding started taking over, it was kind of like, what am I like willing to hurt myself in more? And like <laughs> what I ha- kind of have to sacrifice one of them, I feel like. Uh, my mom actually made me sacrifice one. She's like, when I was younger and I was like, oh, okay, skateboarding. Is that so. just because you were getting hurt all the time? Yeah. Well, I started getting invited to competitions and like um, included in things and I just... um. I'd, it'd be like a week out and I'd have like a rugby tournament and I just didn't want to risk it. Risk yeah. getting hurt and not going overseas because it just sounded really fun. So I was like, oh, I'm skateboarding. Sounds yeah, like an easy over. choice. Yeah. Cool. And have you got a favorite trick at the moment? Um, There's lots of different things actually um, that I like to do. Also just moods, like what oh, yeah. mood I'm in depending on how much you know, energy I've got and even how much effort I'm willing to put into different stuff. But um, my favorite thing to do is airs, backside air. Um, So, like, just trying to come out of a vert ramp or whatever I'm skating or a bowl or a park and, yeah, just a backside air. So trying to get as much height as I can. That's always what I've really loved to do. Cool. And is there someone that you, like, really admire 
in the skating world? Like, has there been anyone that sort of stood out to you in your time of like learning how to do it and getting obviously incredibly good at it? Anyone that's like you come, you've come across that's given you any really good advice or is it still just you at the moment? Uh, there's actually a lot of different people. Like when I get asked this question, I can, I can never really narrow it down to one person just because there's been a lot of people that have been really influential on my skating and my life. Um, I think when I was younger, it was always like Tony Hawk is <laughs> the best, like big name in skateboarding. That's who I knew and that's who I looked up to when I met him and he's just such a genuine, nice human being. And so I always looked up to him when I was younger and then I went to America and I started meeting all these girls and I met Mimi Noop, who is um, a skateboarder in America and she's just uh, been really influential to a lot of girls and she helped pave the way for skateboarding and women um, at a time that it was really difficult to do so and women got little to nothing, mm. like with uh, prize money, stuff like that, inclusion. And so, she, yeah, she's been played a really big part in female skateboarding and she's a good friend of mine <laughs> cool my next question was actually about tony because i mm-hmm. saw that he's coming to australia in april mm-hmm. I, my, I was going to ask if you were going to meet him or you thought you were going to meet him but you obviously have can you tell me about that experience mm-hmm. of meeting him what that was like oh yeah the first time i met him was oh, the first time there's been multiple times yeah yeah no Hectic. no he's um, <laughs> i'm actually writing for his board company oh cool yeah he's Sick. yeah he's um a good friend he's a really awesome person but the first time I met him was um, at Monster Skate Park at Homebush. Mm-hmm. I think I was uh, nine and they were doing a vert demo and that's where I went out to skate vert because I loved it. It's just a huge vert ramp and they were like, oh yeah, Tony's coming and he's doing a demo with, um, I think it was some of the other birdhouse team members or just Tony Hawk and friends, something like that. And yeah, I met him out there and it was like crazy because I... I had never really met a someone really big in skateboarding yet, I think. Mm. Well, Tony Hawk, I guess. <laughs> He's pretty big. Um and he I met him and it was great and I was kinda skating with them all in the vert ramp and then he's like, Oh yeah, you should we should do a, a doubles line and I was like, What? I was like nine. <laughs> Could like not do very many tricks. Um but he's like, Yeah, you do this and I'll go over you and I was like all I could think about is just not falling. That was all I was, you know, <laughs> not even the fact that he's doing an error over me. Just like, make sure you stay on. <laughs> and yeah, so that was an yeah, incredible feeling for me being so young and for him just like, I don't know, being so nice. Oh, gotcha. He seems like a nice dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm really interested to know how skating has evolved for you because obviously that is way younger than I imagined you would have met Tony Nine is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like, what was your journey like in sort of moving from like your local bowl and like then going to Monster and then going international? Like, did it happen incredibly quickly for you? Uh, not, it was, it was pretty quick. It definitely took a couple of years. I, I just started skateboarding at Bondi for a while and just went to other little skate parks, but that was my main go-to just cause it was like right next to my house. And so I'd go there all the time and then I started getting into bigger stuff and then Monster just had this huge event ramp out there. So I went out and skated there a bunch and used to go out every Thursday night and just skate vert. And then um, started going to other skate parks and Newcastle, where I live now, has an amazing bowl, which I love skating and I skate there almost every day. Um, 
and they had an Australian qualifier and I won in that and that was the biggest comp I've ever been in for skating that was just a really fun time and then from that win I got invited to the Vans Girls Combi Pool Classic which was in Anaheim in LA and so I've been to that every year since then that was in 2012 so just like skating a lot before then going in Bolarama, which is an event at Bondi little mm-hmm. comps and then that and then yeah first international one was when I was 12 so that was really fun yeah was there like a defining moment for when you moved from sort of doing it locally to doing it internationally like what do you think that that was uh it would have definitely probably been that competition that you got uh, the one in Anaheim. Oh, the sorry. The girls can't be pulled. I actually, no, actually, I went to, on a tour when I was 11, um, of America, just for like a couple weeks with some other, um, skaters from Monster Skate Park. We was like a bunch of kids and we all went over and I think we went to, we went to Tampa and Florida and just like skated around and skated at Woodward and like all this stuff that we'd only kind of seen on TV mm. and stuff and videos. And it was, that was a really crazy experience. But I think this one was so like such a big memory for me and so defining in my life because I remember going to this competition and going there the first day and seeing all these like female skateboarders there at the bowl because it, it was a fe- all-female competition that I was going to. And growing up skating, I was the only girl for so many years at Bondi. And then just going there and seeing like 10 girls on the first day, like a week before the competition. And so that was just a really crazy experience for me and just meeting some of my lifelong friends there. I can imagine. Yeah. How have you, and I mean, it's probably not as big of a deal now because you finished school, but how have you been managing your education with all this skateboarding? Mm. Uh, So... (laughs) I <laughs> I went to a couple different high schools actually. I went to Rose Bay when I was here and in year 7 it was pretty easy like nothing was really going on. I did distance education for a little bit just because I had some competitions coming up and that was really cool but then um my parents divorced and new we'd always loved Newcastle so we decided to um, go up there just because the skating scene's cool and we have friends up there and it seemed really cool and so we moved up there and I went to a high school for a little bit and then my principal actually came up and told me about this school called the Big Picture School which is like a little school that was connected to my high school and they were really good about me taking time off and stuff and I always wanted to go to uni for drawing or art or animation something around those lines and they really helped me do that and you could get into university via a portfolio entry so I could do a lot of the work while I was away and so the teachers were really supportive and that was a really great school for me and so yeah I got into uni by portfolio entry so that was pretty cool. That actually leads into my next question I know that you're really into drawing and you've done Mm -hmm. some really cool things especially as of late with Pokepin and TEDx Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. can you tell me a bit about that and where you'd sort of like to take your art ideally? Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah I did I did a little TEDx talk about it when I was 14 I think just my talking a bit about skateboarding and art just because I've always like found the two go really hand in hand for me and I love them both and art is such a big 
part of skateboarding too with like whether it comes to clothing companies skateboard brands like animations and videos photography filming and there's so much included and I think that's um it's been really great for me because I've been drawing for as long as I can remember I think that's one of the reasons I love skateboarding so much and yeah I've just been doing it for a while and when I was younger I started and started getting invited to these international competitions I needed a way to kind of fund my travels over there so I started making my art into like little greeting cards and things to sell and I would go to like local markets and that's how I started funding my trips overseas and yeah and uh thankfully skateboarding starting to help take over now but I did that for a long time yeah that sounds like a long grind yeah Yeah. (laughs) excuse the pun (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back to our interview with Poppy in just a moment. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Wouldn't you want to hear from Kanye right before he released the college dropout? You know, right before he was Kanye? Well, that's what Sneak Up, a Platypus Shoes podcast, is all about. Conversations with talented people blazing the trail. Now, since joining the Olympic team, I've heard that you're Mm. undergoing all kinds of, quote, professional training. Mm. What exactly does that consist of for a skater? Uh, (laughs) So I guess it's not too different from what I was usually doing. It's just like a bit more full on, (laughs) which is cool. But um, I just, I've always loved to just like the main part of skateboarding for me is just having fun and with your friends and like that's a huge part of it. Um, so I'm always trying to do that, but yeah, just going on, there's been a lot of kind of camps where a bunch of us that are on the team go and skate and just like, but other than that, like I'm just skating every day, like, and pretty similar to what I was doing before, I guess. Mm. (laughs) Do you think that like in being in the Olympic team and the training now being called, you know, professional, whatever that means, does that sort of feel in any way like it takes the fun out of it for you? Uh, I, it's definitely harder and I probably, I do have a lot more fun when I'm just skating with my friends or filming, um, for something or going on trips. That is definitely really fun, but I guess it's like, you're kind of thinking it is kind of like a job and you're working and I guess it's not going to be fun all the time. And it's just like a part of my life and it's a goal that I really want to get towards and I've kind of started so yeah there's that um it definitely but I know everyone on the team and it's really fun so that makes it fun that and it, it is easier. but it is definitely hard on the mind sometimes when you're trying stuff but I guess like a lot of things are so. yeah for sure <laughs> well you've been working hard I'm sure you're relatively <laughs> used to it by this point um on the note of the Olympics again I mean I could talk about this for ages I'm sure you could too um how do you feel about it being in the Olympic Games like that this is the first time that's a big mm. step up for the sport yeah it is definitely um it's a very interesting one for a lot of people I think too because and I know you could probably say this like about everything like whoa this is like such a crazy addition to the Olympics um or whatever but skateboarding and surfing too both being included in the 2020 games is pretty um crazy I guess because they are really both a lifestyle as well um a lot of people I 
really believe that it is a lifestyle and an art form and you can do so much more with it like you can film videos and it's not all about like points on a board that sort of thing it's like really beautiful and so there definitely is that part of it I think I guess but it's it's definitely really interesting to think see how it's going to pan out and uh, but I think people are going to really love it and I'm really excited to see how it goes and another really awesome aspect of it is that um with all these skateboarding events that they've included into the olympics they've had to equalize the prize pairs um for women as well and so that was definitely a struggle before the olympics but now all these competitions are starting to equalize prize money so that's definitely been something for all the girls that want to pursue that path it's been really great gotcha i can imagine where do you think that skateboarding will go post 2020? I know that's a big, broad question. Yeah. But I'd love to get your thoughts <laughs> on it. Um, I think, well, we'll have to see how this Olympics goes. True. <laughs> and see, but I definitely think everyone's going to really enjoy it. And um, there's definitely been things changing in the world of skateboarding. More people have started, I guess, and are being put in um I guess there's been people that are even being picked out to just go straight for the Olympics it's that sort of thing right um so it's definitely changing skateboarding in that aspect it's making a little bit interesting and a lot of people don't really agree with that um and I think skateboarding definitely should be about fun and everything so there is that but I think it's um if you're doing it for the right reasons and why you started skateboarding it Mm. it shouldn't change for you i believe yeah Yeah. i would think so yeah i guess when you see it up on the world stage the olympics Mm. as well like people are probably going to think like oh that's part of a lifestyle that i would like to you know Mm. have a part of in myself Mm -hmm. do you think that a lot of people are going to get angry at people only wanting to join like the skateboarding community as a result of the olympics like skateboarders thinking that yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. well i think people a lot of people are definitely uh, thinking that way already and with the introduction of it because, like I said before, it really isn't a lifestyle and a lot of people don't believe in points on a board because mm. you shouldn't be marked on that sort of thing and it's so beautiful, I guess, and it's it's kind of hard to explain but uh, I think, yeah, people are always going to have their views on it but I think... Like I said before, if you just remember why you started, you shouldn't let anything else affect you. Just keep doing what you're doing and having fun. And I think, yeah, <laughs> that's the way to go. I think those are some pretty good words to live by, <laughs> yeah. generally. Uh, so have you now, you were saying that, you know, you're studying um, mm-hmm. with your art. Is this what you want to be doing with your life? Like, is skating it now? I mean, you will have figured that out a lot earlier than a lot of people are able mm. to figure that out. Or do you have plans for anything else or are you just going to sort of ride the wave hmm. I haven't like the Olympics is kind of the only thing that's been really set in stone for me like in the last cup kind of like couple of years that's kind of been a goal that I've gotten into and started um but not no not too much I, I know that I'm gonna be skateboard for as long as I can I've just made so many lifelong friends out of it and there's so much more that I want to explore 
and I want to film a video part and I want to hang out with my friends and I want to travel and skateboarding. I've been lucky enough that skateboarding's allowed me to do so much of that. So it's definitely, definitely want to pursue this skateboarding path in one way or another. And then I want to do art on the sidelines as well and have something to do in the skateboarding industry one day, maybe. I mean, this is all a dream. I'm just kind of, <laughs> that's, that's cool. the path, but that I want to pursue one day but yeah something around those lines but we'll see you never really know <laughs> cool well I'll catch up with you after the Olympics and talk after <laughs> yeah, that yeah yeah exactly uh, so you've also been sponsored by Vans right mm-hmm. having that sponsorship is pretty cool how long have you been with them now and how did that come about uh, I think I've been on them oh my goodness I think I first started getting flow when I was around 10 I think just like a couple of pairs of shoes. I, it was at Bolarama, which is a big event hold, held in Bondi. It's it's actually not happening this year for the first year, unfortunately. But it's a really fun event. And I think Steve Van Doren was down there and I met him. And then he just, he, he was talking to me and he let me go into a little shoe shop and pick some shoes, I think. And then it kind of just started from there. I started getting shoes and now I'm going to Vans Park series and kind of living the dream and even filming a little bit for a new Vans video that's coming out. So that's very exciting. This is Solomon's on Sneaker. The only place for chats about what our guests are loving on their feet. What are your must-wear shoes for skating and why? See, this one always changes for me. Like, I go through little phases. Um, but uh, I think at the moment, they're the Pro Van slip-ons. Yeah? Very. These are the ones you're wearing right now? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I definitely have little shoes that I like on the side, but I, I do keep going back to these ones. They're a good, good pair of shoes. Yeah. Why is that? Um, Very comfy. Uh, Don't have to worry about breaking shoelaces or just, yeah, you know. True. I'm always in a rush. Uh, <laughs> you can just slip them on. Super comfy, and I think they make your feet look sexy sometimes, so your ankles look good. <laughs> and what else do you need? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> this is Shoutouts on Sneaker. A time to get our fingers on the pulse. So, Poppy, welcome to Shoutouts. Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> Who would you like to shout out? You can take some time Ooh. on this if you want. No, I think I know. Um, there's someone who's very close to my heart. Her name is Una Farah, and she is an amazing skateboarder and an amazing filmer, and she's an all-around great person. I love skating with her. And she's, yeah, someone very close to me, and she inspires me every day. And she's fantastic. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Where can we check her out? Instagram. Yeah? What's her handle? Little Tubsy, little Tubsy, little underscore Tubsy. She's an <laughs> amazing skateboarder, amazing girl, and yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Shout outs. <laughs> so we touched on this earlier. I felt it was definitely worth coming back to, especially towards the end. Skating is becoming more and more female dominated. Mm-hmm. But that said, I wanted to know, have you ever felt like you were part of a minority in the community? Uh, I think definitely when I started, it was pretty just kind of, I was the only girl for probably a couple, two to three years. 
Like you would see little faces pop up and you'd be like, oh my gosh, it's a girl skating. And I think when I first started, I thought, I kind of thought, hey, this is, this is cool. Like I'm, you know, I didn't really think too much about it. And I thought it was kind of cool that I was doing something that was so male dominated, I guess. But then like I started skating with girls and girls started popping up and I was like wow this is super great and I've made some of my lifelong friends and it's so fun just having a group of girls to skate with or anyone really um but yeah as long as you've got the right people to skate with of any gender it's a great time Mm. you make a lot of your friends it's a great part of our skateboarding (laughs) and I mean it's sort of shifting towards like complete equality Mm -hmm. as you were saying that must feel really satisfying for someone who's been in the community for so long Mm -hmm. yeah definitely I mean we've still got a long way to go I especially with the female side of things I mean it's great that a lot of the girls, I'm saying the girls, or girls that want to um, pursue kind of the competition side of things are starting to get equalized. And pri- prize purse, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, we're getting prize purse. So we can sort of, those girls can, we can make, try and make a living out of it, which is awesome because that was kind of really hard for a long time. And how do you find money to get overseas and then these competitions that don't even have that much money? And there's also um, the filming side of things with girls that don't want to pursue that path. I guess that side's kind of got a long way to go with getting funding and inclusion into things as well. But yeah, so it's definitely um, progressing every day. And it's really cool to see. And a lot of companies and brands are really amazing about that. But I guess I think we've still got a little bit to go. Now, my final question, Poppy, mm-hmm. skating can seem pretty intimidating for a newbie. Mm-hmm. What sort of advice can you give to newcomers? I guess just to really um, give it a try and get into it. And I guess it's going to be intimidating, but I think anything is really. But if you kind of find your little part in the community, I think you'll usually find that everyone's really sweet and caring and it's another reason I love it so much is that you can kind of skate with your friends and everyone eggs each other on to do stuff and that's really fun so I think if you try it you'll find that it's a lot of fun and it doesn't matter what level you're at you can if you find the right people you'll have a great time (laughs) and that's why I'm doing it. Cool well Poppy thank you so much for coming on the show it's been such a pleasure. Oh no worries thank you for having me. That's it for another episode of Sneak Up. Hopefully you enjoyed that little slice of insight into the life of such an exciting new skating talent and the projections for the future of the sport. If you want to keep up to date with Poppy, you can do so via her Instagram at poppystar. And while you're there, why not chuck a follow to Platypus at platypus underscore sneakers or pedestrian TV at pedestrian TV. I'll be back in a fortnight, but till then, keep it sneaky. Sneaky.